Hey everybody, it's your girl Miss Jazz. Welcome back. Um, so first and foremost, I would like to apologize. <laughs> um, you know, I had to take a break from some things just because, you know, life happens. And so I needed to, you know, get myself together. I needed to get myself and some things together just in order to be able to do you know what I need to do on here. Um, again, if you were new, this is the Big Beautiful Life podcast. My name is Miss Jazz. Welcome back for episode two. If you are coming back, if you have never heard, well, then, you know, subscribe to me, watch out for new content. I'm going to try and post every Friday and Saturday. Um, some things have changed in life, so you know, we gotta make concessions for them. But yeah, this is the Big Beautiful Life Podcast. I am here, your girl Miss Jazz, and today we're gonna talk. Um, we're just gonna talk about life things. And if you hear like a noise in the background, it's because the heat flushes on and off in my apartment, like really, really loud. <laughs> so, you know, we're not we're not studio status just yet. So, you know, you gotta bear with me. Um, so yeah, if that's the sound you hear in the background, it's whatever. But, um, yeah, today we're going to talk, um, positive shout out for the week goes to someone by the name of, I'm so sorry, I have to pull this up. Um, it's a video that one of my best friends put in the group message the other day. And it is this video, um, it's basically about a little girl and her father and natural hair and things like that. It's so, 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 so cute. And I am sifting through trying to find the thing because you know you see it until you need it. Good gracious. Okay. Yes, it is called Hair Love Short Film. So look that up on YouTube, Hair Love Short Film. Shout out to the Sony Pictures Animations people for putting that up there. I don't know how old or new this is, but I really just think you need to see it because it's a very, very cute little representation of, you know, the black family and, you know, the importance of hair, you know, how, you know, black girls should feel coming up and, you know, looking up to their moms and dads and things like that. So I think that if you have, you know, a little kid or if you just want to watch something really cute and something uplifting, I think you should go check it out. So yeah. It is called Hair Love something. It's by Sony Animation Pictures. Go look it up on YouTube. Um, it's pretty cool. Uh, sorry I don't have any more information than that. I'm really just jumping on here because I felt the urge. Um, well, I felt the urge for the last, like, couple of weeks. Um, I... Huh. So, this whole podcast thing. Let's talk about all of this. Um... If you don't know anything about me, you know, a little bit of background about me, I have always wanted to be on the radio. I always wanted to be on the radio since I was younger, you know, because people were just like, you know, you have the voice for it and things like that. And, you know, I've always wanted to interview people and I've always wanted to, you know, just be in that environment, in that culture and all of that stuff. Well, you know, life didn't necessarily go as planned, so I had to take a different route. That's, you know, the normal story for anybody. You know, I'm not the only person that ever got a little derailed in their dream. So that's just what it is. Um, I will say it's amazing that when you start to 
take a step forward towards something that you've always wanted to do, it is amazing the things that will really come up in life and the things that will come up for you. Um, like I said, this is an episode we're just talking. So if you don't want to you don't want to listen. I'm just talking about some stuff that I think that's important and definitely something that I need to, you know, talk about before we go into 2020 because we're all trying to go into this new year. You always try and go to the new year, you know, with a new mindset and everything. So this is just what me, my plans, how I feel and hopefully, you know, the things that I've been through or the things that I feel or whatever have you can help somebody else out there too. So yeah, so it's just like, it's amazing, like I said, when you take a step toward your dreams, how things will go out of their way to happen. Like, you know, just life will, (laughs) life will slam you to the ground sometimes. It really will. And so I posted my first podcast, you know, I was kind of riding high from that because it got a really good response you know, my first one. And I was so excited and I was so happy. And, you know, the people, the people that love me, you know, always there for me, always holding me down, always, you know, riding for me. I know that if one thing is true, that I have the greatest support system that there is. And it took a while to build, but well, most of it took a while to build. Some of it took a while to build. Most of it I always had all the time, but you know, I can never say that people are not there for me that, you know, nobody ever does this for me. Nobody ever does that for me because I do have an incredible support system. So if you are part of that support system and you reached out to me and sent a message or told me how proud you were of me or subscribed to the SoundCloud page, you know, I really, really thank you. I appreciate you, you know, from the bottom of my heart because it's helping make my dream come true. Um... But yeah, I posted that first podcast and I was riding high on it a little bit. And then things started to go a little bit awry, you know, things happen here and there. And, you know, thank the Lord he was able to provide, you know, some, you know, or rather open some doors for me so that some provision would be made. Um, I still kind of felt defeated. I really did feel defeated because I felt like, you know, I'm never going to be able to impact people the way that I need to impact people or I'm never going to be able to do what I need to do because, you know, this happened or that happened or whatever. Um, And, you know, I thought to myself, like, who's going to want to listen to me? Like, especially me by myself. I have grappled with this whole me being on here by myself thing for a while because I was just like, you know, me by myself sitting here talking is boring (laughs) or at least somebody's going to think it's boring and nobody's going to want to listen. So maybe I need a co-host. I don't know. There are so many different types of podcasts I want to do that it's like eventually I'm going to get on here and, you know, I'm going to have a like a co-host of some sort or multiple. So that's fine. But it'll be, you know, in a different capacity. I just wanted to build big, beautiful life as a space where I could, you know, live out my testimony and basically say, here, I've gone through this, I've gone through this, or have people on the show and they've gone through this and they've gone through that and we can all help each other up because we live in times where it's just things are really hard and you need help. You need to sometimes hear from another person that they made it through something that you went through 
and this is how they made it. And it might not be the same for you. It might not be the same at all, but you know, it could still be something great. So, you know, I had this whole plan for everything and, you know, I just decided I was going to go for it. So I made the first podcast. The, the feedback was great. And people kept asking me, like, when is the second one coming out? When is the second one coming out? Like, I'm going to stay on you about this. Like, you as a creative need to, you know, get on this and need to do this because you have, you know, something special. You have a voice. You have this and that. And I realized that my insecurities, my, you know, self-loathing, depression is something that I deal with a lot. You know, that stuff kept me from really hearing what they were saying because it wasn't even just the people that are in my immediate circle all the time. It was new people, too. And they were coming up to me and they were like, oh, well, so when is the second one coming out? Like every time they see me, they're just like, you know, so what are we doing? (laughs) And, you know, I appreciate it. But the person that I have created myself to be just kind of shrugged it off. And that begged the question eventually. And I really think that God asked me this question and wanted me to kind of explore this about myself or have other people explore this about themselves. And the question is, who did you have to become in order to survive? And are you really still that person? And you know, it makes, it may make no sense to you, but it makes perfect sense to me because over time, you know, I was always very extroverted. I was always very extroverted in school, but you know, especially coming up through school, like I did extra, like <laughs> you're not going to tell me that you never in high school, middle school, whatever did extra because you wanted people to like you or, you know, you wanted to be seen or you wanted to, and I mean, not everybody did that, but mo- majority of the people that I know did. And so, you know, I was extra. I did extra because I wanted that attention. I wanted that, you know, that be that sense of belonging. I wanted to know that I was liked. I wanted to know that I was going to be, you know, popular or loved or whatever. So I, you know, I did a whole lot of extra and I became this person that, you know, I felt like everybody liked or I felt like I wanted everybody to like. And that's just, you know, what I did. And so as time moved on, I realized that, you know, I became that person to satisfy a need in the moment. And once that moment was over, you know, I was left with the feeling of, you know, so who am I now? And once high school ended, I had to kind of do a lot of soul searching to decide who I was because from high school, I went to college And, you know, I didn't really know who I was there and I was extremely depressed and did not, you know, take advantage of that situation to its full potential. And I was trying to become someone again that would be liked, someone that would be loved, someone that would be accepted. And, you know, I let depression get the best of me. And eventually I was just like, you know, forget this. I'm just going to go home. So I came back home and, you know, while I was surrounded with people that I knew loved and cared about me, I still was left with this feeling of who am I and who do I need to be? That has just been a reoccurring question in my life that has popped up, you know, every few years because, you know, I will ride the moment, you know, I 
got saved when I was 18 after I had come home from college and, you know, I became or I tried to become who I thought that, you know, the, the good Christian girl was, you know, I tried to say this and do that and all that stuff. And that didn't work either. <laughs> and then it's just like, you know, the whole petty girl, mean girl, you know, boss B thing was going on. And I tried to do that too. And that wasn't working. I mean, now let's be honest, naturally I am petty. <laughs> naturally I am petty. You know, she can, she can handle an insult or two. She could throw some shade. That's what I do. But it's just that's that part is naturally me. But that's because I learned from the best. Okay, I will tell you the stories about, you know, that part of my upbringing later. So stay tuned. But, you know, I tried to become that and I just I'm not that either. So, you know, fast forward to now I'm 30 and I have become all these different people trying to figure out who it is that I am because I'm so worried that if I don't come out like this or if I don't come off with this image you know nobody's gonna want to rock with me nobody's gonna want to fool with me whatever and I am surrounded by beautiful women who are constantly you know thinking and creating and saying these wonderful insightful things and you know looking at the world with fresh and interesting perspective and you know they're they're intelligent and just god-filled and you know just amazing I'm filled with a bunch of people like I'm excuse me surrounded by a bunch of people like that and so a lot of times that insecurity creeps in and you know aided by the depression I start to get really, really insecure and really afraid that if I'm not like them or if I don't do this like they do or if I don't, you know, figure out something to do so that I can prove my worth in this relationship or in this world that, you know, I'm going to continue to be left behind. I'm going to continue to, you know, wonder, does anybody like me? Does everybody like me? Like, what's the deal? And so... I've just gone over and over and over again, trying to become a different person in the moment, you know, to try and satisfy what I thought people wanted. You know, I tried to become someone for my mom and I tried to become someone for, you know, who I thought my friends wanted me to be. And I tried to become someone for the people at work and who they wanted me to be. And it's just like, eventually I was burned out and I was, I was tired. And so it, it's really taken a toll on my mental state because I'm just like, you know, what is so wrong with being who you are? Like, who you are, really? And I have to ask God. I'm just like, well, God, I don't know who I am, really. <laughs> like, I have to examine who I am, really. And really sit down and do the work and wonder, like, girl, what do you really even like? Like, what, what, what really even, like, what makes you happy? What makes you cry? What makes you you know, really fulfilled. And it's been something that I've been thinking about a lot over the time that I was not recording and things like that. Um, and I'm starting to just like, I'm fine with who I am. And I was never not fine with who I was until somebody told me that who I was wasn't good. You know, so I loved who I was until someone told me that I shouldn't. And 
I realized that a lot of us have that same story that we don't think there's anything wrong with us and we don't think that there's, you know, we're not walking around insecure and we're fine, especially when you're younger, like you're a kid, you know, you're, you're walking around like, this is just, you know, I'm in my childhood life. This is what I'm doing. Carefree, taking naps, not paying bills, you know, living my life. And then all of a sudden, you know, you get a critique from maybe a parent or another family member or a kid at school. And then you look at yourself different and then it's just like, you know, the critiques go on and, you know, the the other girls at school are trying to do this to be popular or listening to that music to be popular or doing this and doing that. And all of a sudden it's giving you the message that the person that you are naturally is not good enough and that you need to become this, that and a third person to be liked. And one thing that I am very fortunate for is that we did not have heavy social media when I was coming up through like middle school and high school mostly, because let me tell you something, I would have been a complete basket case through all of middle school and high school. Now I've always been an emotional person and I've always been a crybaby. Like I will cry in a minute just to get through something, but that's who I am. If I have to cry it out in order to get myself up and move on, then that's what I have to do. So I've always been that way. But... You know, I could not imagine back then having been cyber bullied and things like that to the extent, you know, that it happens on Snapchat and Instagram and stuff like that. I can't imagine growing up the way that some of these kids do these days. It's nuts. And so, you know, I grew up overweight. I've always been an overweight girl. It wasn't always bad. It was just, you know, I've always been, I'm five foot nine. And so I was never supposed to be skinny it's not really it doesn't really run along all sides of my family you know one side of my family my, my one side of my family yes one side of my family no so I take after the side of my family that's a bit bigger and so that's just who I am but you know that wasn't always accepted and then it's just like I don't I never I didn't always care about, you know, the weight and how I looked and things like that. Like, I didn't always care about other people and how other people thought about it because I didn't think I had to. It was just like, so what? It's like, I'm overweight. I'm overweight. That guy is short. Um, you know, his breath stinks. He has crooked teeth. You know, this one can't tie his shoes all the way. This one can't hardly write. Like, <laughs> you know, everybody's got something about them. So, you know, me being chunky should not bother anybody, but you know, I guess it did. And so I became this person that felt like, you know, maybe I have to do this and I have to do that. And I, you know, I should, I should be this loud and I should be this, this person, you know, in order to be, to be accepted. And I dealt with that. I believe that that's what they call imposter syndrome these days. And I've dealt with that all the way up until now. And so, you know, now that I'm 30 and I'm looking around, I'm just like, you know what? I really don't care what people think. And it's not to, to be rude or anything, but it's, I don't care what people think because nobody has had to walk in my shoes and nobody has had to go through what I've had to go through you know, in order to get myself to this point today. Yes, I may be in whatever situation that I'm in, but you know, God is real. So I won't be in that situation forever. All I have to do is what I'm supposed to do. And you know, the blessings will come. I just have to wait and trust and pray and do that and I'll be fine. But I don't care what other people think. I don't care about what you think about me being 30 and childless and not married and, you know, not having this Fortune 500 high payer job. I don't care what you think about the fact that I don't 
don't really like to travel like that. And I don't consider that necessarily living my best life. I don't care what you think about the fact that, you know, it's like I be loud and, you know, I'm a Christian girl, but I'm not that cookie cutter Christian girl that's going to wear this or that's going to do that or that's going to look like everybody else. I'm not that. And if you have a problem with it, that's fine. Then maybe I'm not meant for you. And, you know, that's life. Not everybody is meant for everybody. But I've got to constantly remind myself that God made me the way that he made me for a reason. And, you know, that's good enough for him. Then that's good enough for me. And it's good enough for the people who love me. So, I mean, whatever. (laughs) You know, like, it doesn't have to be... It doesn't have to look like this or look like that or whatever. I've been through some terrible things. You know, I've been through some terrible things. I've been through some embarrassing things. I've been through some shameful things. I've been through things that some people can't even imagine. But then there are people who have been through things that I could not even fathom and been through things that I wouldn't even know how to, you know, I just wouldn't even know how to deal with. So... Saying that to say, you know, you don't know how people got to be the way that they are. Everybody got to be the the way that they are some way, somehow. And so if people want to judge people based on how they are just because, you know, they don't fit in with the norm. Well, then, I mean, that's okay. That's your life. That's how you choose to live. I don't judge people for things like that. Because I don't know how you got to be so mean. I don't know how you got to be so petty. I don't know how you got to be this. I don't know why you feel the need to, you know, show me this on social media or to talk about that or to do this or to do that. Like, I don't know why, but it's like, it all comes from a place. It all comes from a place inside of us that feels like we're missing something or feels like, you know, there's something that we have to do to prove something. And I'm personally tired of doing that. So this is my podcast. This is my podcast. This is who I am. My name is Jasmine. You know, I'm loud. (laughs) I'm too much sometimes. You know, I'm never not enough. (laughs) Maybe sometimes a little too much. Never not enough, honey. (laughs) You know, I want to talk about life. I want to talk about, you know, how to get over depression. I want to talk about, you know, mental health. I want to talk about self-hate and the things that are happening out here. I want to talk about being a black girl. I want to talk about being a Christian girl. I want to talk about, you know, being a woman out here who's trying to live right, who's not a virgin, not a virgin, and who's trying to navigate this dating thing you know, navigate relationship and, you know, trying to figure out my life and what I want it to look like going forward. That's who I am. I'm a real life person out here. And if you don't want to listen, well, then, you know, it's okay. You don't have to. But if you do choose to listen, if you do choose to ride with me, if you do choose to take this journey with me, then that's fine. You know, I, I, I am fine with it. You know, there are so many dreams and so many things that I have put on the back burner that I really wanted to do that I felt like, you know, I'm 30 now, so, you know, it's impossible. And nothing is impossible. Like, I was reading, I was on Ava DuVernay's Instagram the other day, and she had a thread about, you know, just her career and how it started and things like that. She was working a full-time job when she did her first, I think it's five or seven, full-length feature films. Okay, she was working a full-time job during those. She didn't pick up a camera for the first time until she was 32, And she's, I want to say in her 40s now. And, you know, she's out here living her best life. She's got these great critically acclaimed movies and, you know, programming 
on Netflix, you know, in the theaters, on television. She's she's doing what she's doing because now is her time. And so maybe from whatever age to now was time for me to learn how to love me, learn how to accept love, learn how to, you know, give love in the proper way. And from then on, it's my time because I'm tired of letting my dreams you know, fall by the wayside, or I'm tired of having all these journal entries looking at me like I'm crazy, making all these lists about what I'm going to do. You know, I I'm, I make lists. <laughs> I make these lists. And I'm just like, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do that. None of it ever gets done, child. It'll be, you know, December 2020. And I'll be looking at this list like, darn, I didn't do nothing of this stuff that I put on this list. And it's just like, nobody stopped me but me. Nobody stopped me but, you know, my insecurity and the things that I let creep into my mind and things like that. So I'm saying this to you to say, if you have an issue with this, if you have an issue feeling like you are not enough, or if you have an issue feeling like who you are does not fit in, that's fine. Maybe you're not supposed to fit in. You know, sometimes people are called to stand out. And if you are called to be set apart, if you are called to stand out, do that. You know, you will find the people that you need along the way. God will send them to you. Like, trust and believe me when I say I begged and cried when I was younger for a family. And I did not get it in the way that I wanted, like in the terms that I deemed family to be. But I do have a family and maybe it's not a traditional family. It doesn't look the way that most families look, but they're mine and I'm theirs. And, you know, I'm going to continue to love them just like I know they're going to continue to love me. And I thank God for that. I am so grateful for the family that I have attained. And I'm so grateful for, you know, the life that I've been able to live thus far and the experiences that I've had. But I need to stop limiting myself. I need to stop making myself, you know, just blah out here. I need to stop walking around looking homely. Because <laughs> listen, if you know me, you already know the struggle. Yes, I walk around looking homely. I wear tennis shoes everywhere. And I mean, that's not that's not a problem. Because you know, I'm a sneaker girl. I'm not really into heels because I don't know how to walk in them. And you know, my feet are fat. So we gotta we gotta work on that if we want to. But I love to look at them. I think that they're beautiful. You know, I don't really dress for the person that I feel like I dress for you know, convenience that I just throw clothes on and, you know, I don't be trying to do my hair all the time and it just be up in a puff. Like, you know, life is, life is just something right now, but you know, it's just like, I'm going to get it together. So yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I'm here. And if you're listening, I hope you're with me and that you will enjoy the content that I'm going to put out because it's going to be real stuff. It's going to be real life stuff because it's all about, like I said, creating this concept of living a big, beautiful life. So if you're down for the ride, then, you know, be down for the ride. If you're not, then I'm not your cup of tea. Well, then that's fine. There are 2 million other podcasts out there that you can listen to. You go find the one that's for you. But this is, this is for me. This is for me first well, this is for me second. This is for God first. This is for me. This is for the people that need to hear what it is that I have to say, that need what it is need what it is that I have to put out into the world. And that's it. And so 
that's all I've got for you today. Um, I'm not talking about pop culture stuff because child, I am tired. Okay. I am weary. Pop culture is moving too fast for me. So I got to get some stuff together. I'll probably come back and talk about it next week. And hopefully I'll have like a guest or two with me because I do want y'all to experience the people that I have in my library. So yeah, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to me. Um, this week, I challenge you as some like homework, I challenge you to do something that is for you, you know, and it doesn't have to be like one of those bougie foo-foo self-care items. Like, you know, go take a bath or go get your eyebrows waxed or, you know, go get your nails done. If those are the things that you like and those are the things that make you feel better, well then, you know, go to the salon, girl, make an appointment, do whatever it is you have to do. But I challenge you in this next week to do something that really is for you and for nobody else. So... Yeah, I will holla at y'all later. Please follow me on Twitter at HeyMissJazz underscore. Please follow me on Instagram at HeyMissJazz underscore. You will probably catch me on Instagram before you catch me on Twitter. <laughs> because Twitter just, ugh, Twitter be draining. <laughs> Twitter is draining, okay? So I will be on Instagram most of the time. If you have a topic that you want to talk about, if you have a question that you want to ask, if you have something that you want me to talk about, you know, just throw a DM in my inbox. I am not famous like that child. I do look at my DMs, so... I will be able to see it but yeah if you've got something that you want me to talk about something that you want to add in or just a response or whatever you know I'll read it on the air if you give me the permission to it's all good but yeah so come on take this ride with me it's all about getting better it's all about making your life better and I just want to continue to make my life better and help other people make their lives better that's what it's all about so yeah till next time see y'all later peace